Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. And I was confused on the script because you put your name first on the script, but I rolled with it. And this week on the show, we'll talk about making mac and cheese work and eat vegan Z-Star calamari. Yeah, we will. Mac and cheese work. Yep. You oh, listen? making mac and cheese work. Yep. Making it work for the fam. <laughs> I was going to say mac and cheese work is work. It is work to make it. Is that what you mean? No, it's the sex work is work. Ooh. What? (laughs) (laughs) Should I leave that in? Why not? Okay. Sex work is work. Sex work is work. Making mac and cheese. We agree with that. Also work. I I agree with it wholeheartedly. We support sex workers. We do. Here at Talking Tofu, we support sex workers. I just realized I don't have my headphones. You need to put an S on the... um, Oh, gosh. We stopping? Okay. I knew something felt weird. I was like, why do I feel like I'm driving without a seatbelt? That's better. Yeah? Is you it? Get us in that mono? I can't super hear myself. Why? Oh. What about now? Oh, that's a little better. So is that a input problem or a monitor problem? Uh, it's fine. I just turned myself up. Okay. But to the listener, you're oh. the same volume throughout. I'll be able to fix it in post. Ooh. I'll just raise the volume of that one part. Yeah. That's okay. It's going to sound like you edited it because we were talking about sex work. Oh, no. I'll have to leave all that in <laughs> or cut it all out. I'll have to decide. Don't cut it all out. <laughs> Don't edit that. Okay, I'll leave sex it. Sex work in. is work. Are you saying? David Streepy, you know that's not what I'm saying. I'm, okay, I just want to be clear. So if there's any post-production work, because I'm I'm not going to listen to this. But if there's any post-production work done to this, I want you to commit to the listener right now that you have not edited any content. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm you going promise. to edit content. What are you editing? I have to edit the parts in between the segments when we take a break to take sips. No, I mean, up to this point. Oh, up to this point. I mean, I might edit some stuff from the very beginning, like when we were checking our levels. Right. But you're as a show of faith... Good faith, keep in the part where you got up to get the headphones as proof that you are okay keeping this intact. All right, I'll, as a show I'll of do faith. this for the toe heads. I'll do it. All right, toe heads, it. we got one. We won one. One for the toe heads. One for the toe heads. But after part. this point, I can edit whatever you I do want. whatever you want after this point. Great. This is about as far in as I listen to ever, anyway. Cool, 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 cool. I made it like 20 minutes into one one time. I can adjust the levels though, right? I don't, yes. Okay. I'm talking about removing content. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. That's fine with me. You Dave. Do take a hatchet. Dave, to, how are you doing? I, I haven't seen you for hours. Well, I even bother because I don't know what's going to get edited and what's not. Oh, my God. I am good. David Streepy. been an interesting week. Dave. Yeah. Try to I have my hand in front of my mouth. I know. To, Help with the edit points. Yeah. What I'm going to do, though, is edit all that up. Why? No, that's funny. It's funny. How you doing? See, you edit jokes because you don't think the jokes are funny. (laughs) I love jokes. Hurts a little bit when I found out one of my jokes, one of my gems didn't make it into the episode. 
that's usually why I make it about 20 minutes in. So oh. I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. Yikes. Yeah. I'm so, good. Yeah? Yeah. It's been an interesting week. Okay. I, I was just saying the thing that I was joking had been edited together. Oh, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry. Sorry. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Pretty day. Went for a walk through the Frisbee with my son. And now I'm back and I'm ready to record an episode of Talking Tofu. How are you? I'm great. I went and got our taxes done today in a medium safe feeling setting. What's the return looking like? Um, are we, what? <laughs> I texted you. Specifically, how much are we looking at? They had a lot of plexiglass up and they required they? everyone to wear masks. Yes. All around each person's desk was plexiglass. Although the clients were all in like kind of a common area. But the accountants hmm. were protected. But you didn't have to go in, right? I had to go in to sign some stuff. Yeah. And pay. But even that was like a five-minute rush in? Like 15 minutes. Mm, 15 minutes is what they say the exposure time is. I know. Well, I have. we have business taxes. We have personal taxes. Right. There's a lot of things to sign. But you weren't in the waiting room for 15 minutes. No, I didn't right. wait at all. I called when I arrived. And so that's said, what I meant. Like you were commenting on the common room. Oh, no. Well, so it's all the desks are in one room. Right. So There's a waiting room. Then you go in the right. back. And it's all desks. And each desk had plexiglass around the desk itself. Mm -hmm. Not like you were in a plexiglass cubicle. Gotcha. Like the person so at the, the accountant desk, was protected, but the person on the other side of the desk was not. Yes. Gotcha. And I was protected from all of the other accountants, but like the meant, other clients, you know what I'm saying? Right. I thought you meant the waiting room. No, I didn't. Not the common. I just breezed right through that waiting room. The waiting room is a weird room. It is a very weird, small, skinny room. It has a lot of those orange Nickelodeon VHS tapes in it. It does. It's which, so weird. Like from the 90s, all the VHSs had the orange plastic and it was like Rugrats and stuff like that. And I was like, who's here long enough with their children to warrant? A lot of people. Do you remember how long we used to have to wait to see that guy? Yeah, but once we had a child, we, we stopped doing that. Like we sent you as a delegate. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying like... They've got this room full of, with a VHS in it and a bunch of tapes that are kids' tapes. And this is a small room. It's probably like 10 by 15, maybe. Oh, yeah, not even. Yeah. It's like, I feel like width-wise, it's maybe six feet wide. <laughs> Today, there was a squealing noise, a persistent squealing noise throughout the whole appointment. Okay. <laughs> it was wild. Finally. What um, was it? Well, I didn't say anything about it because I didn't want to interrupt the process and slow it down in any way. I just wanted to get out of there. Uh -huh. But then um, the accountant said that she was over the squealing noise, which made me feel better because I was like, is that in my head? Is that mm -hmm. just my ears ringing in a new fun way? Uh, but it was a real squealing noise and apparently some battery on something was dead, but no one huh. was changing it. It apparently had been going on all day. So it was like a, an, an alarm squealing? Like a wine or was it like a mechanic, like something's greasy or something needs grease? Or was it a beeping? It was persistent. Mm. Huh. It was it was a, a wild experience. It was stressful being in that room for, in that small area for that long with all these people and then the noise. Anyway, not my favorite thing, but it's done now. But, and then when but. I got home, I got home and Dave was getting the kid ready and they went on that walk that he mentioned. They were gone for two hours and I just sat around watching trashy TV and made myself a sushi bowl with some of those Nashville hot tendies in it. And what? Yeah. You used the Nashville hot tenders? Yeah. In my life. All of them? Three of them. <laughs> How many are left? Two. And okay. I made myself a sushi bowl with its tendies and with avocado and pickled ginger and some leftover rice and some spinach and sat around and watched trashy TV and ate my sushi bowl. It was lovely. Mm. So I guess that pizza's for dinner? I was thinking, yeah. I didn't okay. want to eat it again. For like, Well, I was going to eat something after this and I was trying to figure out whether it should be the pizza. I was thinking for dinner. Okay. It's so heavy. I didn't want to eat it in the middle of the day, especially since we were going to record. I thought putting that 
big, heavy. We ordered a Sicilian pizza from wait, Junior's, wait, 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 everyone. Oh, well, we've done that. Okay. Have we? I don't think we have. We've done plant-based. I don't think we've done Junior's here. Mm. And if we have, who cares? We have. We got takeout that we don't normally get every week. Let's talk about it. Okay. Anyway, that pizza was good, but it sits heavy. I didn't want to eat it right before we recorded. What kind of pizza? You'll just have to keep listening. Yeah. Because it's coming. Sure. Later. Do you have a letter? So we got a letter. We're not going to answer this question today (laughs) because I've booked a guest to answer this question, but I'm going to read the letter because it's a good letter. Maybe we'll talk about it again in that episode too. Uh, we, and I bet the podcast police aren't going to come and, wee, and find wee, us. Wee. They're already on their way. Hi, Becky and David. What advice do you have for athletes, especially young athletes who are interested in a vegan lifestyle? What the is, youth. The youth. What is the best way to gain and maintain muscle mass on a plant-based diet? My answer is wow. I don't know. Yeah. No, they, that's a fantastic question. Um, you're, you're a little overly transparent perhaps, but- um, you know, my reaction to that question was that I don't have, I have personal experience, but I don't have anything to say to it that is, uh, academic or prescriptive yep. and that we should maybe get an expert to come in and speak on something like this. And maybe we'll do that in an upcoming episode. Hey, good news. I've booked an expert. Hey, that's great. She'll be on an upcoming yeah, episode. We're coordinating all, it. This is all performative. What are you talking about? <laughs> I will say this, that I think that with athletes, I follow quite a few vegan bodybuilders on Twitter. And um, a common thing that I see other bodybuilding people coming at them about and they laugh about mm. is worries about them getting enough protein. Right. Um, which is tale as old as time for vegans, yeah. I think. And um, I mean, they just eat beans and whole grains and they eat vegan meat analogs. and Right. Know. They get their protein from food. Yeah, from plants. From food, mm-hmm. the same way that anybody gets their protein. Yeah, from food, like yeah, it's just dumb. I know, but I do understand. Like, if you're if you're bodybuilding, a lot of the times you're trying to hit like certain protein goals, and it might be a little trickier on a vegan diet. Maybe right. I don't know. Um, I know when I was pregnant and trying to eat a lot of protein, I started incorporating a little bit more vegan meat because. It made it a lot easier to hit the amount of protein that they recommend in pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like the the binary argument of like you're not getting protein. It's just like a bad faith argument. Yeah. I think. You don't really think that this person is not getting enough protein when you ask that. Yeah, probably not. They just start That's different from what Chris is asking here. I just want to be clear. Like, yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. is asking for like like you're saying vegan bodybuilders are fine-tuning their diet to optimize. Right, just the, like any right. bodybuilder would do, but on a vegan diet, you're focusing on different foods. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I I agree. I think co- anyone that's coming at vegans in 2021 uh, worried about us getting enough protein is disingenuous. <laughs> they yeah. just are feeling threatened that we don't eat animals oh yeah making them feel bad they should take it personally it should i'm doing it at them yeah yeah (laughs) it's so it's it's i can't think of the right word i'm just yeah no i uh i'm just putting my myself through so much suffering just to get them you know you should have seen me trying to set up for this podcast record i could barely lift these microphone stands onto the table they're very small yeah and you're very frail Mm -hmm. very frail and weak yeah. Well, thanks, Chris. Stay tuned. Yes, Chris, we love this question. And I want to make sure it's it's a question that's definitely not in my area of expertise. So um, I'm excited to get somebody on here who can answer it for you. Hopefully, like in the next few weeks. We'll see. Don't, don't, don't promise a timeline. Yeah, I can't promise a don't timeline because time. we have to coordinate right. uh, food to eat. So. That's why I said soon. Because soon. That's like... ASAP. Yeah. We're on it, though. I don't know. You think we'll still be doing this a year from now? Yeah. Okay. Forever. What? Forever. <laughs> I think we should do seasons. Yeah, we can talk about that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> 50 episode seasons. Yeah. I think, <laughs> what number is this one? 35. Yeah. 
Maybe we do like 10 to 15 episode seasons. I agree. Yeah. We just need to figure out when we want our on season to be. Yeah. 525,600 minutes. How do you measure? Measure a year. I don't know. Think about love. You're getting nervous because I'm singing too much of it. Love. I have to get to the seasons of love part, Dave, though. Dave. The seasons. The season was what I was. Dave. The reason I did the whole thing is the, the song. reason is the season. No, Dave. No. Dave. Do you have a news item? I do, but I'm still talking about this. I know what I'm doing is shepherding you're us. You're shoving is yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> Just doing a quick shove. I'm talking about how we have to determine what the season is of love. And I pulled seasons of love. Seasons of from- pod. I pulled seasons of... Just give me a minute. I'm sorry. Just give me a minute. I was trying to help you. I pulled Seasons of Love, which is a song from Rent, the the Broadway play. It's off Broadway too, I guess. Or like touring. It's been around for decades at this point. Arguably didn't age very well. Or really? maybe people just got sick of it. My memory of Rent isn't clear enough to make a, a call anyway. on that. Anyway. That number, I don't know if you knew this or not, but that number, 525,600 minutes, that's how many minutes are in a year. I got this talking. You're not going to do the... I was letting you go with it. I was. You were on a roll. All right. Welcome to Talking Toe News. This is a segment that I do on the podcast. Um, I'm David Streepy, where I do a, I find a headline, a relevant headline from this moment in time, and we talk about it a little bit. And it's a of global interest. Doesn't always mean it's a U.S. based interest. It certainly isn't. It, but this one is, and it's near and dear. And for all your mocking and all your shepherding and shoving. I think that you're going to appreciate this headline. I'm super intrigued and have no idea what this is going to be. Vegan Butcher Shop wins Nestle trademark battle. (gasps) Nestle has dropped its pursuit of the Vegan Butcher trademark after a lengthy battle with sibling-owned vegan shop, the Herbivorous Butcher. Ah, congratulations, Herbivorous Butcher. This one's from Veg News. I usually do this better. Uh, Yeah, food, food giant. This is from February 16th. Food giant Nestle has abandoned its pursuit to trademark the terms the origi- or the original the original vegan butcher the vegan butchers and vegan butcher after a lengthy battle with Minneapolis-based vegan butcher shop the herbivorous butcher. Isn't that great? That's amazing. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Sorry, I'm reading. There's there's more details in here. Like uh, Nestle acquired Sweet Earth, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. It yeah. makes me feel very complicated feelings about eating. I mean, sweet. I feel like we just land here every time. We do every time. Well, it's because all these big companies are snatching up all of our beloved small yeah. companies. Yeah. And so then we have to go through it again. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was going to say the same thing I said last week and probably the week before that. Yeah. But this one, the little guy won. Pretty exciting. What up, little guy? I'm so excited. We should place an herbivorous butcher order to celebrate. We need to call him and congratulate him. Yeah, Yeah. sure. That one might have come through. If anyone heard a sniffly snuffle, that was our dog Jenna who's sleeping in here. We're giving her another shot. Usually we don't let Jenna in here when we're recording because she just sleeps, which is sweet, but she snores very loudly. And sometimes it comes through on my headphones. Did you hear it? Let me know. She she might be uh, throwing away her shot right now by... uh... But so that's from a song called "My Shot." It's from <laughs> Hamilton. You're a real Broadway state Broadway. of mind right now. I'm always am, man. Mm-hmm. Part of my heart's always on Broadway. Mm-hmm. You know, especially it's been a while since we've been to New York, and you know, listeners don't know this, but we go to New York once or twice a year, mm-hmm. roughly, and uh, we never make an attempt to catch a Broadway show. So, but well, that's because Broadway we're not is there. there. That's because we're there to see fish, and so our evenings are spoken for. Not all evenings, though. Sometimes we'll have an off night in there. Yeah. Well, the one time that we had for the Baker's Dozen when we had the off night, we um, tried and failed to get Hamilton tickets. Yeah. We could have tried It wasn't the only Broadway show in 
Hamilton wasn't the only show in town, was my yeah. point. Like, Honestly, it was the only show that I would have missed drinks with my New York friends for. Though, oh, boy. Because that was our only night to see them. I guess. We could have gotten together in the daytime. Yeah. And not drink. Yeah, but we had such a great dinner <laughs> and drinks time. We did have a great time. dinner and drinks time. It was, Where was, did we go? What was that restaurant? So the restaurant we went to, I can't remember the name, but it was owned by the Mississippi vegan guy. And I'm going to try to use those. The Mississippi vegan Yeah. By the, the one vegan in Mississippi? No, his like Twitter and stuff uh, and blog are the Mississippi vegan. I was going to say, you could probably be accurate. I don't know what Mississippi's vegan community is like. It's probably better than I'm giving it credit for. Oh, wait. That was talking to news. This is a different thing. Urban vegan kitchen. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Man, it was good. Oh. Holy cow, it was so good. Incredible. We ordered the same meal, didn't we? We both uh, got the chicken fried seitan. You... No, I got it on a salad, I think. Oh, I thought we both ordered the same thing and so did our friend's husband. <laughs> it yeah. just looked so good. I was stressed out there because there was so much and I wanted to make the most of my trip. That's why we need to just go back and do a week there. Me and the kiddo were talking about going back or going there after the pandemic. I would love to take him to He also wants to go to Hollywood, California to see his favorite movie stars. And (laughs) I asked what his favorite movie star was, and he said RuPaul. I love that guy. Yeah. (laughs) He's got big plans, big post-pandemic plans. I'm just over here scrolling through the Urban Beach menu, and I'm putting that away now. Okay. What a sweet guy. We were doing something, and RuPaul came into it. Oh, that's where it came from. I was like, are there any stars from things that you you watch? I didn't mention RuPaul. He did. He he knows it because it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Recently Watched. Oh, and so he he goes to watch Give a Mouse a Cookie. Which is his favorite show, yeah. He sees RuPaul. And we showed him of lots of pictures of RuPaul because he's a very dapper kid and we wanted him to see yep. dapper clothing inspiration. Yep. And if anyone can do a suit, it's RuPaul. Just a look. Every look flawless. Mm-hmm. So, hey, do you want to talk about our mac and cheese debacle and how we make it? We eat it too much. Yes, so Dave feels like we eat mac and cheese too much. However, Dave mac and cheese feels like we eat mac probably and cheese true. too much. We eat it once a week. Mac and cheese Fridays. It is something the kid looks forward to all week. Anytime we suggest something else, we could suggest pizza. We could suggest quesadillas. We could suggest what other favorite things that of his that I can't think of right now, and he would still be upset that it wasn't mac and cheese because it's like it's his like rock. I don't. He loves it. Yeah. And he's, he's, a um, he finds comfort in routine. Yeah, I agree. As well. Yes. Which and we, we kind of, well, like wired that into him, but. Yeah. Routines are comforting. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But that's part of it too. It's not just the favoriteness of it. It's the nightness of it. Like yeah. the recurrence of it. Yeah. So our Friday night dinner for the past seven years has been six years. I don't know has been mac and cheese with a green veggie and some kind of protein, either tofu or garden on the side, depending on what I feel like making. And sometimes tots on top. Sometimes tots on top. We've been trying to mix it up different Listener, ways. Are you, are you getting how heavy and rich this is? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. It is. Uh, yeah, but you are not on my side on this. Yeah, What's up with my chair, by the way? So this is uh, because our kid is having distraction God, problems. We just can't talk about this kid enough. Well, you asked. I traded chairs with him. That's his desk chair, which rolls. He needed a chair that didn't roll. And since I have two desk chairs, I gave him one in, in exchange for his rolly one. This one's hard on my fanny. This is why I got. This is my old desk t- chair, and that's why I got rid of it because it's you hard on my swap? fanny. Not right now. Why not? Only take. A Maybe second. I'll get a cushion next time. Or we can just swap next I don't time. want to swap. That's, there's so much in the way. No, no. Next time. I'll just swap them. It's going to be hard on your fanny, and I don't want that for you. It's fine. I sit in it. I sat in it all day for the last couple of days. It was fine. It's going to be hard on your fanny. At some point, you're going to realize. It's sweet that you're that so concerned your fanny about is traumatized, my fanny. <laughs> that you have like an out-of-whack fanny. The doctor is going to say you need a fannyectomy. 
We and, don't want one of those. Right. And bad. it's going to be because you sat in this chair for the whole time and just like made the most of it, made put a brave face on. It's not a good chair for the fanny. Should we talk anyway, about mac and cheese? Though? Yeah. Well, sorry. Well, so Dave is sick of mac and cheese. Arguably, fair enough. Look, I was tired of it occupying one of seven dinner slots reliably. I was also tired of the heaviness of it. And I was also at the point where the heaviness of it and the recurrence of it was starting to give me stomach trouble. It's, so I, it was not even like a curmudgeonly, like, I was curmudgeonly about it for a while, but I didn't, I didn't push for change until it started affecting my stomach. Yes. It was a totally fair request that we not have mac and cheese on Fridays anymore. However, when I brought this up to the child, I, devastating. He was devastated. And so we uh, came up with a compromise. And the compromise is that I make the pasta. And I add the veggie to it, unless the veggie's on the side. And then before I put the pasta back into the cheese sauce, because that's how you make mac and cheese, you make the pasta, you make the cheese sauce, put it together. Before the pasta goes back into the cheese sauce, I just put some into a bowl for Dave. And he has plain pasta. And I seasoned it too. I added some olive oil, Italian seasoning, garlic, and onion powder, so it wouldn't be like bland. Yeah, it still had the veggie in it too. And it had the veggie in it. And I still had the tofu. Like you just... Saying the phrase plain pasta makes it sound like... Oh, well, like the cheeseless pasta. So the kid and I had mac and cheese with spinach in it and then a side of crispy tofu. And then Dave had plain pasta with olive oil and seasoning and spinach in it and then tofu. And it was a little lighter version. Yeah. And it seems to be... What do you think? You seemed like you were feeling good after. Well, so I had worked late. Yeah. That night. So yeah. by the time I got to it, it was cold. Yeah. And it wasn't your fault. It was just something came up and I had to work late. So I wouldn't say this was a really great sample of the new execution. Right. You know? Lighter, though. Yeah, it was lighter. It was lighter. I don't know. I feel like it's it's on me if I want to improve it. Mm-hmm. But I did try to season it yeah. up for you. And I appreciate that. I'm not trying to dog anything that you did, but I think that the problem becomes or the challenge becomes how do you make it not like you're just getting a derivative version of or a watered down version of what everybody else is having because you opted out of the thing that makes it the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to spice it up and not have it be that way, but I know what you're saying. Right. You can't, you can only do so much. It's still going to be that. Yeah. So then it's on me to figure out, what should I add to it that keeps it in my bounds and is still something fun? Yeah. Or do I just power through it because <laughs> I opted out of the dit? Like that's on me, you know? Yeah. I'm not suggesting like, I don't know. I wouldn't change what you're doing to to suit what I want because I wanted something different than what everybody else wanted, you know? Yeah. I mean, we are adults and we could just change the Friday night meal. Well, you you took a side pretty immediately. So <laughs> I, did I felt love- like that ship didn't had already sailed. In your heart, it had already sailed. And Yeah, I think you're right. I, I actually do still look forward to it. And I love how much he loves this recipe. It's so like such a sweet, pure thing. He loves it. Also, you know how people have the trigger when they see a bunch of circles next to each other. It's like tryptophobia or whatever it is, where there's just like some biological like like circuit that flips in people's brains when they see a bunch of circles together. I have that with bowls that are covered in sauce after they've been eaten. Like it's very triggering to me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. And you guys are a saucy pair. Yeah. Um, so every Friday night I would look over at his bowl. <laughs> And I'd see just like, it's like the bowl was made of cheese on the inside. Like I had an inside core of cheese and it was just smeared with sauce. That's exactly what you were looking at. Yeah, I know. It yeah. wasn't like that. It was exactly yeah. that. Yeah. A cheesy, saucy bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing though about, I, the reason I called this making it work is because also on Friday, we were out of oat milk. 
Um, and I didn't want to use your expensive coffee creamer in the mac and cheese because it does use two cups of milk. And I didn't want to use your expensive coffee creamer in the mac and cheese because it uses two cups of milk and that that's like half the carton. And so I thought that that was a little excessive um, or I guess a little expensive. So I made the oat milk for this, Whoa. but also I did it the lazy way. My friend Kathy Hester, um, I've seen her do this in some of her live cooking videos. Uh, you just, if you have a high speed blender, which we do, you just put a little bit of oats in a lot of water and blend it up and it's oat milk. And since mac and cheese has a lot of texture, no need to strain it. And you can do that with anything where there's going to be a lot of texture. You don't have to strain the oat milk if you're just making it like in a smoothie. You can just put a little bit of oats in extra water. So to get the two cups of homemade oat milk, I did a half a cup of oats and one and three quarters of a cup of water because the oats will get smaller when you blend them. Uh, and I actually ended up having to add a little bit more water. I think probably next time I would just do two cups of water, half a cup of oats. But it worked great. Hmm. You couldn't tell that there were oats in there. So it was like a little bit of extra fiber in the dish and so much cheaper than two cups of carton milk, just that half cup of oatmeal. I wish you had told me that you had done that because I would have tried it. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I'm going to do it again next week. Okay. Well, there's also leftovers in the fridge you could try. I'm not eating that. Yeah. It's too heavy. Also, though- you But I would have t- like, tried it when it was fresh. Yeah. Like, hey, I, I did this thing. Try the, try a spoonful of it or try a bite of this. Oh, it was- I would have done that. That's I, different from committing to a bowl. I was proud of myself. I felt I felt very- Yeah. Very this is the first spread. I'm hearing of it. Two but days later. We also used a tablespoon of this spicy um, chili powder- that our friend Bill got us for Christmas. And Wait, the Bill? The Bill. Guys, our of friends Oro write Blanco us letters. Fame. <laughs> our friends write us letters. And sometimes we call them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it made it spicy. So I think it probably would have overpowered. You couldn't really taste it. It was undetectable is my point. So mm. you didn't miss out on like a new. The chili powder was new. Still would have been nice to try. Well, I'll do it again on Friday. Okay. I don't want to be excluded from I wasn't trying big to... moments just because the food's a little rich for my tongue. Okay. Well, now I know. I'm being I... treated like a second-class citizen just because I opted out of <laughs> mac and cheese. I felt proud of myself, but I didn't realize it was a um, – I didn't think I'd get that reaction from you of excitement. Huh. I was proud of myself, but it didn't feel like something – it felt like something that was mine to be mm. proud of, but that like other people – wouldn't yeah, that, necessarily that tracks with our relationship well no but it just seemed like i don't tell you about every single thing i make myself to eat you kind of do yeah i kind of do i guess not anymore <laughs> oh i guess something changed you want to you want to talk takeout <sighs> no i guess we've already done it before so why do it because we teased it earlier We got a pizza from Junior's. Junior's Pizza. Vegan Sicilian pizza, which is amazing. It's probably, for me, it's probably, yeah, we have talked about this on the podcast because I don't nod like that. <laughs> also, that was like 34 episodes ago. So yeah, probably. guarantee you we don't have the same listener base that we did 34 episodes. Oh, I wanted Full to changeover. say, listeners, I have great news. In yesterday's vegan lady boss meeting, um, one of the ladies in the meeting let me know that she listens, and so we have at least two listeners. So, listener, who's, the, who's two? Who's the other one? Bill and Marilyn. <laughs> and a lot to put on. And them. now Alicia. Thank you for. Are listening. we naming Alicia. all of our? Oh my gosh! Those are- no, you have to write us a letter, and we'll name you at that point. Wow. I'm she, saying, I'm not saying, I'm not coming down hard on Alicia. Oh, because you've she already com- ushered her in. But I'm saying, in the future, reach out to, we will say your name. She reached out. She comments on our Instagram all the time. I don't follow that Instagram. Wow. I mean, like, I follow wow. it. I click follow, but I don't see it ever. Wow. All right. You're just trying to turn this into a thing. My point is, mm-hmm. reach out to us and we'll say your name. It's literally that easy. It's, it is. Just send us a DM. It makes it so much easier on us. Yeah. Because then we have something else to talk about. 
<laughs> well, we got to get guests. Yeah, we can talk about your thing. We want to talk about what, your thing. What, my thing? No, the oh, listener. Oh, the listener's thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, we got the Sicilian pizza <sighs> from Junior's, and I put it in my Insta stories and got a lot of how was it's. Mm. Um, and the fact that I've shared with everyone that has been very exciting is that so it's a, their Sicilian pizza, it's a big rectangle. Is Sicilian always rectangular? I, I know, know it's deep dish. Just real quick. Did you tell these people who asked how is it to say listen to Talking Tofu to find out? No, I told them. You just them. told them? Yeah. We got to start fun. Like, you got to have a reason to listen to this. Anyway, the fact that I shared that made everybody very excited is that instead of shredded cheese, they just use chow slices. They just tile it with chow slices and then slather the sauce on top. And yep. it, oh my goodness, chow is so good on pizza, y'all. That's what I was going to say about the pizza. That it had chow? Yeah. The real point of differentiation for this pizza. But also the crust. It's like thick but fluffy so it doesn't feel gluey. It's like a Pizza Hut personal pan crust from the 80s, which is high praise. I don't remember the personal pan pizza crust. I'm sorry. But it's a nice and fluffy crust. And for someone who doesn't like crust to like a Sicilian pizza, that's me. It's very exciting. I love crust. Yeah? Yeah. You're real pretty ready? Crust King? I am Freddie Breddy. Mm-hmm. I am the Crust King. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you try and use that against me? I would never. So what did we get on this? It was pizza very day? saucy though. With mm-hmm. my only note, I want less sauce. Next time I want it half sauce. Okay. What were our topics? Impossible ground and jalapeno. Such a good combo. So good. Oh. Uh, what? Stomach ground? No, that is Jenna. No. Yeah. Get her out of here. No. She's so comfortable and happy. She yeah. snores when she's like really sleeping yeah. and relaxed. I really feel like she just stands outside the door stressed the whole time. She we doesn't. Were... She sleeps on the rug out there. Oh, good. When I open the door when we're done, she sleeps on the rug out there and like opens one eye at us. It's oh. really not what you're setting it up as where she's like outside shivering and like she's cold. Poor baby. Holding a candle at the door. Some... Charles Dickens character. But she's like so happy. This is her blissful, happy place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Junior's Pizza. It's awesome. If you're in Atlanta, they deliver. Yep. Yes. They have a pretty good range of vegan options, I think. Mm-hmm. Like we had a Greek salad, which I mean, it's not Herculean to make a Greek salad vegan. You just take the fat off and know what your dressings are. Yeah, but they list which dressing is vegan. Right. But I think they do by the slice too, and you can get vegan by the slice. I think not right now, but during normal times. The other cool thing about uh, Junior's Pizza, if you go in person across the street from Junior's Pizza is Big Softy. I was going to say Senior's Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is Big Softy, which is a soft serve place that has vegan oat milk soft serve and all kinds of great house-made toppings, including um, a magic shell, a chocolate magic shell, and a strawberry. I think the strawberry is also vegan. It is. It is. Yeah. And all big kinds softies of, are the best. Oh, big softy is amazing. I and was they on have my that phone. that cornflake. Chiming in now. Yeah. After all that, they have that cornflake streusel too, which looks like a really good one. The cornflake streusel is the best thing to put on it. Yeah? Yeah. And I think the chocolate magic shell is the best thing. You could do both. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But what would the streusel – I guess they do streusel, then magic shell. No, they do magic shell, then streusel. But what would it stick to? Oh, it would stick to the chocolate it before it dry, hardens. Right, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. They also have vegan ice cream cakes. Oh, the other thing I was going to say about the tax appointment, about it's far away. It's up in Marietta, which is about a 30-minute drive. And I realized, I think that was my first time on the highway Mm. since August. Well, I mean, since March. I think I'd taken the highway. The cabin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. August. I thought you meant summer, like Mm. road trips. Yeah, yeah. Since August when we went to the cabin. I was on the highway driving and I was like, why does this feel so weird? And I realized it's because it has been months and months since I drove on the highway. Everything felt very fast for a little bit there. Then I, I got acclimated pretty quickly but just for a minute it was a little bit intense yeah 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 i feel like i think about getting back 
to certain activities and how I'm going to be like Rip Van Winkle with a lot of it just being like, why are, why are they, why is it like this? Yeah. We're going to just all be rubbing our eyes and looking around. Yeah. Confused. I used to do this. I used to be okay with this. Even having face-to-face conversations is a little weird. I mean, I have conversations on Zoom all the time for like work stuff and like vegan lady boss and whatnot, but doing it with a real person that's not you or the child, it's weird. Yeah. A lot of child talk on this one. I know. Well, it's just us three. For for opening with talk about sex work. (laughs) 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 Hard left to parenthood. Well. Yeah. You want to eat some calamari? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's eat the calamari. All right. (laughs) So this is part of the bigger order that you had made from where? GTFO, it's vegan. That's right. Yes. So when I was ordering, I noticed that Vegan Z-Star, in addition to their tuna and salmon sashimi... Uh, they also do shrimp, which I did not order, but they all because I wanted to not have it be all vegan Z Star stuff. Mm-hmm. But I decided I would get a second item when I saw they had such a big line. Uh, they had calamari, which is something that I have not had since going vegan. Yeah, very exciting. I've never even seen it offered anywhere. Yeah, it. I got very excited about it. Threw it right in the cart, and um, we ate it this week. We had it. Did we have it in a poke bowl? Yes. Just like we did with the salmon. Yes. Yes. It's a go-to meal for us, <laughs> especially yeah. if we have a protein we want to feature. <gasps> don't. <laughs> don't. Not the same. No. <laughs> it's just, okay. It's so easy. Yeah. It's just, what? okay. There's poke bowl. Then there's rice bowl. Yeah. And then there's sushi bowl. I think do you see where I'm headed with this? Well, I, but we don't but do. It's fr- but we do. <laughs> Maybe once a week, not three, th- two or three times. Maybe one rice bowl a week. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Or if there's a second rice bowl, it needs to be a different thing than a bowl of rice, this protein, and a vegetable. Like a because beans that's and what, rice or something like right. this. Yeah. Like that's what all these bowls are. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's my I'm busy formula. Right. Because you rice- can do multiple mashed potato bowls in a week. Yeah. The thing You'll about get no. Okay. The thing about mashed potatoes. So rice, put it in the instant pot, turn it on, and when it clicks, done. But the um, mashed potatoes, put it in the instant pot, turn it on. When it clicks, still work to do. Right. So with the rice, I can like do it and then set it aside and then just open the pot when dinner's ready and the rice is warm and ready to go. Whereas the potatoes, it's an extra step and I have to logistic it in. And if I'm trying to multitask while I'm cooking dinner, it's not working. Right. But I agree. I love a mashed potato bowl and I want to try to do it more. Well, and a rice bowl, it can be something like the thing about a sushi bowl, the rice bowls, the way we have them and the poke bowls is that the rice is in part of it and the ingredients are all... And they're, they're kind of meant to be that way. It's not meant to be like a beans and rice, like you're saying, where it's all mixed together and rice is part of the dish. But I think we can just explore more like part of the dish. It doesn't have to be beans and rice, but like what is that rice veggie mixture that's like a bowl, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Challenge accepted. Okay. So we had one of these horrible poke bowls. Oh, my God. <laughs> Including the calamari. Uh, to make it, it comes breaded already. When it when I first ordered it, I didn't know it was going to be breaded. It was unclear. Hey, no, no complaint here. No, but I had been considering other things to do with it because you can cook calamari without breading and frying it. No, I just like breading. Oh, yeah, because you're Freddie Breddy. Um, so since it was breaded and frozen, I cooked it in the air fryer, 10 minutes at 400, which I thought was perfect. Uh, just cooked it from frozen, dumped the whole container in there. Very easy. Well, I'll just say that I don't know how they are doing this, but they're fucking nailing it. Yeah. The like, texture of this. How do they do this? What are they doing? I don't know. I wrote the ingredients because I agree. So it's water, oil. They used kelp, which was for flavor, and then thickeners. That's what makes up the body it of thick. it. 
And then it was it had that like pop that you get with calamari. Yep. And then then the breading like breadcrumb ingredients. Yeah. Um I don't and know I actually, how they're doing it. And I don't know. The oil was listed early in the ingredients, but I'm not sure if that's because I'm assuming they deep fry these before they freeze them. I mean, maybe they bake them. But so the oil, I'm not sure if it's part of the. Like the calamari or right. or for frying. Yeah. You know, they don't they don't say, yeah. <laughs> which is smart. That's that's why how you don't give your recipe away. Yeah. So my only the only thing about this, my sister ordered the calamari also, and she texted me last night and was mm. like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is amazing!" Um, and I thought the texture was really good. I thought the flavor of the calamari was really good, but mm. for me, the breading was a little too sweet. Huh. The kid tried it and said he liked it. He did the same thing as with the salmon, where he was like, "I like this." Wait, no. Yeah. But he he tried it and he said it reminded him of my hush puppies, hmm. which I thought was kind of insightful because it's got it was kind of crunchy and it had that like not like dessert sweet, but like mm-hmm. a cornbread level sweetness, hmm. like a sweet cornbread. I didn't get that. I thought. Oh, Jenna. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> I thought that it was kind of sweet. I liked it best when I dipped it in sweet chili sauce because then. The sweetness felt right to me. But I also think I'm in the minority because my sister, because my sister, my dad, and you all have said it was good. Mm. And it was only too sweet for me. So maybe this is a me problem more so than a, the calamari. Yeah, I didn't get a sweetness vibe at all. My only note, this is going to sound like sour grapes, but I don't think a Poke Bowl was the right format for it. I don't think it worked. Like, I would have rather had a plate of them as an appetizer for something else. Yeah, I agree. We or don't like really in with pasta or something like that. Ooh, in pasta, yeah. that would be really good. I agree. I thought the poke bowl. I wanted to make it. I was very busy. If you recall, you suggested the calamari because I was like scrambling to get something mm-hmm. cooking, and you were like, "Don't we have that frozen calamari?" And I was like, right. "Great, yeah." That's how it ended up in the Poke Bowl. But I agree. I would have loved it as like an appetizer with mozzarella – or not mozzarella, with a marinara sauce to dip. Mm. I was going to say with that ramen. Ooh, yeah. That would be really with good. That ramen, get some bok choy. Mm. Come out back. Not the steakhouse, but our yard where Dave's growing. <laughs> bok yeah, choy. Not the, not the steakhouse. Ooh, and like a sesame oil. Sesame who? Sesame oil sauce kind of situation. Soy sauce, sesame, maybe like chili garlic. Yeah. That would be good. Trader Joe's chili garlic sauce. No, not that. Not the sweet chili, but like the red spicy chili garlic sauce. Oh. Kind of you can't get? Not that one. (laughs) That's a chili oil. Where is that? I don't know. Have you even tried? Did you just stop trying? I gave up. I kept finding it. It was very expensive, and then I was that made me sad. So I what, stopped. What is it? It's t- called Chow Chili Oil, and it's amazing. And I miss it. It makes everything c- taste good. You should try finding it again. I'm gonna look again. The point is, chili garlic sauce, the one that is readily available around here. It's like a clear container with a green lid, but not like sriracha shaped. It's like a small little half pint sized jar. Yeah. So I thought the fishiness level was perfect because calamari is not super fishy, but it's got that little, you know, mm-hmm. like underneath fishiness and the texture. Holy moly. I feel like the thing that Vegan Z-Star has nailed is the texture. Yep. It's amazing. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to yawn more. I was no, waiting. I was waiting. I didn't. I messed it really well. You did. I was just waiting just in case. It's easier for me to edit if I just wait. Pauses are easier to edit out because I can do it visually. Speaking of pauses, oh. those little pauses. Sweet. We could jingles. take her her collar off, we and could. then she wouldn't rattle it. And take a picture of her. Well, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. We just love reading those five star reviews. We will absolutely read yours on the pod if you give us five stars. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media. 
I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And we would love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for a food we should try? Thoughts about an episode? A question about something you'd like us to discuss that might prompt us to pursue a guest and dedicate an episode to it? Just want to say hello? Write to us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.